This is Biz Radio host Joanna Patrice Haggerty. I am the founder of JPH Creative Biz and soon to launch Art Hero, a workforce development organization. My mission is to support and galvanize artists and creative entrepreneurs because art heals and connects. I believe that by activating creativity, we synthesize change. Come connect with me on Instagram at JPH Creative Biz. This is the Joanna Patrice Haggerty Show, where I invite the most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, creative business owners, and community leaders to share their experiences, processes, practical tips, and inspirations. Today with me is Ashley Lieb. Ashley, the owner of Honey Creek Pottery, finds her truth, spirit, and therapy within the use and formation of clay. Working with clay, children and adults alike to share their therapeutic and creative benefits of clay is a life calling of Ashley's. She has been professionally working with clay for the last six years in Asheville. She's on the board of the West Asheville Tailgate Market and also puts on various craft events throughout Asheville. The most long-standing event being the Asheville Music Hall and One Stop Holiday Craft Bazaar, going into its sixth year this holiday season. In fact, I brought Ashley back on the show from her first appearance back in June of this year to specifically talk about the Holiday Craft Bazaar coming up tomorrow, Saturday, December 4th. But first, Ashley, thanks for coming back on today. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be back. I love getting the chance to wrap with you. And I just have to say, too, while this is two days past now, when we're recording this, it is my producer, Matt Matan's birthday. So quick little airwave shout out to the man who makes this happen for me. I'm so thankful for him. (laughs) Thank you, Joanna. (laughs) Yes, thank you. So... Ashley, like I said, I'm so glad we were able to have you on last time and we got to do some of the starter questions of tell us a little bit about your history and how you got into it. So if anybody isn't familiar with Ashley or wants to know more about her business and her experience specifically, go to um, our our Biz Radio Asheville website and you can find that other episode because today I want to really dive into this holiday craft bazaar. So First question around this one, Ashley, is where did this idea come from? Where did where did all this get started? Um, so six years ago, actually, I should say seven years ago, because we skipped last year due to COVID. Um, <laughs> seven years ago, um, COVID time. <laughs> <laughs> right. I had to retract that. Um, so seven years ago, uh, I started it downstairs at the one stop, just because I felt like there was a need for... Uh, local artists to have a gathering spot to sell their wares um, for like the music community, for the crafts community. And I was able to um, start it there thanks to Micah Wheat at the time. And it grew from the one level to two levels and it has just grown every year. Um, And that space is just harbored um, a really open space for uh, all local craft and artisan crafters and artisans to uh, show off their wares on the holiday season. And it's Um, so important because one of the things I know about you and your business is, you know, you obviously ship all over, you work with partners, you'll work with any businesses, but you do a lot of events. And you and I both know that if you don't really capitalize on that holiday push, that January, February time is is almost non-existent in the event world. And so it can be really difficult to make sure your business is thriving and successful. So a really good holiday season for you can be kind of a make or break at, at times, right? 
Definitely. And I, that's kind of one of the reasons why I love this event too, is I was given a space to um, invite like the hard, hard workers of the community, the all local community-based businesses into a space to have an extra holiday event. Um, Because Asheville's grown a lot, but at the time I started it, there was a lot, there was a lot less events. Um, So this created one more event for people to get that final holiday push. And now it's just like a big vendor uh, Christmas party in a way. (laughs) I love it. And it, it, to me, it makes total sense that it's Asheville Music Hall in one stop. You know, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on air before, but that was one of the first things that I did kind of as an entrepreneur is I kind of helped open those venues and worked with Genius Productions when they first started. And so watching that venue grow and watching them Mm -hmm. support local creatives, artists, touring musicians, it just, it feels like the right fit in a lot of ways too. Definitely. It's just like it's always been a home base um, of the Asheville community. And uh, that was a total flashback. I forgot that. I forgot about that. <laughs> I know. I mean, Ashley, we go way deep, I don't know. we? <laughs> Time flies. I love it. Well, let's dive into a little bit of what people can expect when they show up. So it's still on both levels. Um Yeah, so you can enter uh, through the Asheville Music Hall entrance, um, and they can also enter from the one stop, um, uh, the one stop's entrance. um, But you walk through on the bottom floor through the one stop kitchen now. Um, Cool. So, so what what will people expect when they show up? What kinds of vendors? What kinds of art? What what goes on there? So we like to have a widespread. you know, a widespread list of different vendors. We have clothing, we have jewelry, we have apothecary, Mm. um, we have items for the bath and for self-care, and we have CBD, um, and let's see, we have candles, homemade candles, Mm. um, and we even have a kid's area where we'll have uh, a face painter and we'll have fairy hair um, and, like, stuffed handmade... um, monsters that are like stuffed animals we have uh, handmade glass items um 3d and 2d um drawn sculpted items um so it's really a wide variety and it's family friendly so kids are welcome and it's free which allows everyone to come in and all of the 26 vendors are all local completely to Asheville. Wow. So before we actually highlight some of the specific businesses, because I, I need to get my holiday shopping list out while we're doing this, but (laughs) it's a definite one-stop shop. I love that. And it's so valuable. And, and, you know, we'll kind of get into more of the small business and local shopping towards the end, I think, but let's talk a little bit about the process of vendor selection, right? Like as an event producer yourself, there's so much that goes on into putting an event on. So what, what does that process look like for you? How do people even apply? And then how do you decide who gets to come and who gets to show their wares? Well, so when I first started it, you know, it was just word of mouth. Um, but over the years, it's a definite, I, I've, I've kind of gotten a little bit of backlash about this, but I don't do an application process. What Ooh. I really like to focus on is people that I constantly see out vending, mm-hmm. people that I really see that are part of the community that really give to the community. And I've kind of created this to be kind of like almost like a celebration for us in the holiday time, but also just, you know, it really keeps the community 
uh, like it really is just a local event by procuring my own vendors. I love that. And it's a showcase opportunity. And again, as someone, you know, for you, who's existing in this world all of the time, it's easy to see those people who are constantly showing up. Oh, yeah. And it's, you know, people that I've vended next to people that I've I've known and it, it really is like creating a tight knit community event. Um, and that, that's, I think what makes it so special because you can feel it between the vendors, you know, everybody's seeing each other. They're hanging out themselves. You have live music. There's even a full bar with a bloody Mary bar. So the vendors even get to hang out and use it as a um, time to see people. They might not see all the time as well. Mm. Yeah. So it is just like a big community Asheville creative collective hang yeah (laughs) i really feel that way and i think that's something that makes it special i feel like it really embodies like the Asheville vibe i love that well i have a quick question before we highlight some other vendors but do you also vend your wares there too yeah i do that's what kind of makes it tricky but um, (laughs) no i was like how do you even handle that (laughs) yeah i get really lucky my mom who's also and i talked about my mom last time on the last show she's just shout out to the moms (laughs) shout out to the mom mama jay in the house uh she's my best friend and she's coming out to to help it's she gets her face painted she gets dolled up and so she'll help me and you know a few of the other vendors help throughout the day with the raffle and all the things and so i'm kind of i have a few irons in the fire but um you know just because it is that friend vibe people people look out for each other and it you know i've organized it i've gotten it set up and once the event starts i'm able to focus a little bit more on my vending and then you know move from there it kind of becomes like a fluid thing and um after some years of doing it, it kind of it's kind of like second nature at this point so it, yeah. it it feels easy because it's also fun if that makes sense no it makes total sense and and again you know as, as someone who has done a lot of events and has done very large-scale events and had to vet you know hundreds of musicians and vendors and artists that that process of of putting it through a system is valuable at times but there's also times to make things local and supportive and informal and so i just i really love that that's the vibe that you're bringing here so tell me let's let's dive into some of the local businesses maybe some of the ones that have been there longest some of the ones you're most excited to see that are new this year let's talk about them some yeah. Um, so a few of the apothecary people are probably the oldest vendors that I have there. Uh, Gray Friend Herbal. Um, he does a lot of uh, tinctures, lip balms, all small batch. Um, he's been there, I think, since the very first one that I that I had. Um, also, Lou and Ed. She does, Cody does um, all upcycled uh, stuffed monsters. So she basically takes you know, different uh, stuffed animals that she finds or gets donated and creates them into these very cool, um, all upcycled uh, monsters uh, that are perfect as a gift for uh, children. And I really love them. I've gotten quite a few for my family members. Um, I think the concept too around upcycling has just become so much more important in our society nowadays too. And I think focusing on that with gifting and with this process of really trying to bring it back to the community is really cool. So I'm really excited to see that one as well. Definitely. Um, Let's see. And we have Handmaid's Mama, Handmade Mama's Minis. She does uh, mini skirts, jersey knit mini skirts. I feel like I have literally seen everybody in town wearing those recently. (laughs) She has made such a name for herself. I mean, she does band up. 
print skirts. She does different uh, floral patterns. I think she's even got some Christmas ones coming out. But I myself own, I think, probably nine of them, which seems crazy. But you can wear them <laughs> over any type of leggings. And it's so comfortable. And so she's got ones for adults and for children. And I think she is even bringing some headbands as well. Fun. Um, and let's see. We have Sacred Seed Designs. Sarah, she makes very, very uh, intricate um, beaded earrings and she ca- calls them her goddess dangles and they really are beautiful and she has uh, some smaller designs but she also has some very fancy designs that you can dress up um, and they can be just like stunning like your your uh, speak out piece you know like mm. they're just so gorgeous the jewelry um, makers in our town really baffle me sometimes with the pieces that they can create as well oh so Oh my goodness. Yes. I mean, we have so much talent in Nashville. <laughs> we do. It's amazing that you get to highlight it. So I want to interject really quickly because I don't, I, you know, I want to highlight some other ones too, but you said that there's a raffle, right? What is this raffle? Yeah. So one interesting thing about this event is for every sale, uh, for every transaction done with the vendor, the customer will receive a raffle ticket. Um, and the raffle ticket will be upstairs um, in the music hall. So No matter if you buy something from downstairs or upstairs, you'll get a raffle ticket from that vendor and you're able to take it up and put it into one of the two raffle bundles that we have. And every vendor um, at the event will have donated something to the raffle. So we kind of divide them evenly between the two bundles and then the customer can choose which bundle they would want to put their transaction in. And if you, it doesn't matter, you can end up with, you know, 30 um raffle tickets right if you buy at every booth or whatever yeah yeah so it's kind of a a uh, benefit to uh the customer not only are you getting your gifts but you have the chance to win a really cool bundle for yourself or you can you know even gift that but they're really cool bundles um from every vendor that we have Wow. And and what an amazing way to, again, incentivize and make it fun. Like what I hear about this bizarre event is that it's about making it fun for everyone. It's about celebrating and highlighting everybody's creative processes and buying some really cool stuff that are things that we need versus things that are maybe shoved down our throats from the corporate perspective. <laughs> oh, definitely. And, you know, each thing is handmade and extremely unique, you know, and that's one thing I think is really neat about most of the vendors as well. Like they're handmade, but it's not mass produced, you right. know, even if they are making it by hand. Um, so I think that's really neat. Makes yeah. it very unique. I know that you said when you first kind of started this around seven years ago, there wasn't a lot of kind of opportunities in this town, at least for that. And I want to kind of scope out a little and talk a little bit about what you have seen around sort of this small business conversation and around how maybe corporations aren't always getting the first go around. And I know specifically during COVID, we've really had to change a lot of our processes for how we buy things, for what's available. So I just, I was curious if you had any thoughts or perspectives on how people are doing with supporting local and small business maybe over the last two years. Um, Well, 
And I talked a little bit about this on the last episode we had to together. I really feel like people are starting to realize that supporting small business is extremely important in today's society. And we've seen a lot of, you know, I, I understand with COVID people maybe had to order things from Amazon Prime or places like that or, you know, get it from corporate um uh, places, but I really feel like for gifts or for themselves or for self care items, they're definitely going towards small businesses. I think that a lot of people during COVID, um, like brick and mortar small businesses, might have lost some of their livelihoods, and I think a lot of people saw that. And by you know seeking out, maybe not during COVID, but now this year, um, now that things have lightened up a little bit, I definitely see more people coming out to um, try to find local items rather than going to the box stores or ordering off of Etsy or people's own personal websites to avoid having to support corporate entities. And I saw that, um, I, I had brought that up to you earlier about Small Business Saturday. Um, I know m- for myself and for a few other artist friends that I have, Small Business Saturday amazed all of us this year. Um, I really think that um, people are really trying to... Uh, get their money out into places that they value and um, places that, you know, keep the, keep the arts and that community going because we need it now more than ever. And I think people are really realizing that and following through on that. And so, you know, it's pretty awesome. (laughs) Yeah. It's really exciting to watch that shift. And I'd even say in like mainstream media, a lot of those holiday gift guides and these, you know, go get your things here. They're focusing on highlighting small businesses and they're focusing on handmade craft items versus just partnering with Walmart or Amazon to push whatever gift they have. And it's just beautiful. I would say from my economic perspective, one of the things that I think is occurring too is there's more opportunity for understanding, right? For a long time, people knew that shopping local was better. But like we said, there weren't a lot of options. So you creating this little bazaar, I know that Biz Radio has been partnering and they're doing some pop-up shops and things too. So these opportunities for people to say, oh, well, that's where I go get local. Or, hey, I understand that buying from Walmart equals corporate. Because again, I don't think that was fully understood in a lot of ways for a long time as well. So I'm just excited the conversation is more robust. And I'm really, really grateful to hear that, you know, you have specifically seen some upticks, um, particularly around the small business support. Yeah, and it, it, it is amazing how many more events are being opened to vendors um, of all sorts, you know, whether it be a craftsperson or even a fine art um, artist, you know, like when that conversation is started and the events start happening more frequently, it gets the doors opened to every demographic, every type of person. And it definitely will continue to change, um, hopefully, people into buying and supporting, even if it's not local completely, supporting small Mm -hmm. is huge. Absolutely. And, you know, I think the concept of the internet and being able to have access to things like Instagram, which can essentially be an artist's website and, you know, for all intents and purposes at this point, or they can create their own cheap website that's able to sell their own wares and goods. You can kind of set up shop, right? With the quotation marks around it a lot easier than you could in the past. And 
I am not belittling how difficult it is to be a small business person and an artist and a creative as well by any stretch of the imagination. But I will say there's, there's a lot more opportunity and resources for those of us who have these dreams and ideas to be able to thrive and be successful with them too. Oh, 100%. Okay, well, I know we're probably getting close to wrapping up, but let's talk about some other vendors and who else are you excited and what are some of the other amazing wares that we're going to be able to see tomorrow? Um, Let's see. So uh, actually, this one, I know that you will know, Bath Illusion is coming. She will have a lot of her um, body care, self-care items, which I'm excited because I um, want to buy some stuff for myself because I need some self-care going on in my life. And honestly, (laughs) I... I'm, I'm not really someone who buys a whole lot of those types of products. And, you know, being a mentor and a coach and a, a friend of hers, I've been able to get some of her products and test them out. And I've just been floored. I mean, I've tried her new um, serum. And I, again, I don't ever really even put stuff like that on my face. And I'm like in love, like twice a day. I'm like, yeah, do this. Yeah. Do it. Like, <laughs> so it's amazing that a small business like hers, which is really talking about breaking free from toxic beauty, that mm-hmm. there is is a way of finding self-care and it can be empowering and fun. It doesn't feel like I'm, you know, pampering myself for 20 hours a day, which feels ridiculous. You know? <laughs> yeah. And once you find those items that you love and you can really feel the benefits, it's like you never stop using them. <laughs> yeah. So true. Yeah. I'm glad you have her there. <laughs> yes. Um, let's see what else. Um, Maybe give I'll me talk- one more good one as we wrap it up. <laughs> yes. One more. I'll uh, talk about my friend Dana. She does uh, terrariums. Uh, and she makes them all out of uh, different types of bottles and the terrariums are really cool um even like necklace and earring terrariums um well and so it's I'm funny because she used to do um upcycled or or animals right didn't she used to yeah. do stuffed animals yeah so when you mentioned the animals i was like wait is that dana no but i i remember she's evolved into these gorgeous terrariums and i'm really excited to come see them Yes, I'm excited to have her and to have you come support too. Yes, ma'am. I will certainly be there. Can you let people know who are interested in coming and seeing or being a part of the event tomorrow, how they can show up? Yes. So the event is on Facebook. You can Google or not Google search bar the <laughs> sixth annual holiday crafts bazaar at the Asheville musical. Um, and it will come up. Um, it has the detailed list of all the vendors. Um, and there is food there at the one-stop kitchen. It's free and family friendly. Uh, the bald mountain boys play from 1215 to two 30 and Doug McKelvey and friends play from, I think three 15 to four 30. If you're interested in, the music side of it um there's a kids area so feel free to bring your family um and yeah you can find it on facebook and then also all the separate vendors have pictures on the facebook page and also on their own instagrams of the items that they will have at the event Mm, so good and just so if anybody can't make it you can also go find that event and shop local too (laughs) oh definitely awesome well ashley thank you so much for being here today Thank you for having me. And thank you for always supporting local. I very much appreciate it. And so does all of Asheville. Oh, thank you. And as always, this is the Joanna Patrice Haggerty Show, where we share tips and tools of our community's most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, and creative business owners. Thank you so much for tuning in. And please connect by visiting bizradioashville.com or on Instagram at jphcreativebiz. I would love to hear your show suggestions or any questions you may have. And as always, stay creative. 
Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.